Good morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along on this beautiful day. So we get into the word of God, talk about it and pray about it and allow it to transform its life. The word of God does transform the life of anyone who will take it in and believe it and obey it. It'll make you a different person. So glad to have you along with us today. I'd like to talk today about a, something I bring up with unbelievers. And when I talk to them, I find that they're intrigued by it. This might be something you can talk to someone about as well. I ask unbelievers this question. Have you ever heard about the two paths in life that Jesus Christ referred to? Now, hardly anyone ever says yes. I don't know if you know what I'm getting at here. But in Scripture, in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus referred to two paths. And these relate to you and me and everyone on this earth. Look at what he says here. Enter in by the narrow gate. For the gate is wide, and the way is broad, or the path is broad, that leads to destruction. And there are many who travel through it. But the gate is small, and the way is narrow that leads to life, and there are few who find it. Jesus makes it pretty clear in life that we're faced with choices. Sometimes we're faced with this big choice of whether I'll be on the path of life or the path of destruction. There is a path of destruction, and there is a path of life. Notice Jesus, notice the implications of this. The broad path seems to be easy. Enter in by the 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 he says, for the gate is wide. That means it's probably easy to get through it. The way is broad. The path is broad. Probably a lot of people are walking on it, Jesus tells us. The path that leads to destruction seems to be the path that's easiest to, to take. And, it's, and therefore, it seems to be the path that most people tend to take. But Jesus says, the right path, the correct path, the path of life and that leads to life is a narrow gate, which implies it might be a little bit more difficult to get in it, to get through it. And it certainly implies, or he states right out, there are few who find it. Stop and think about that. We all, we all want to, you know, none of us want to be rejected. None of us want to be marginalized, be, be you know, out of the crowd or be the, out, the outcast. But Jesus said that few people find the path of life. Simply put, if you're always in the in crowd and in the majority and so forth, you very well may be on the wrong path, the broad path. You may have entered by the broad, the, the wide gate, the gate that's going to the wrong place. Trust me, through history, it doesn't, it's not hard to see the majority is usually wrong because people are sinful. It seems to be the, the minority that really follows Christ, that really loves God, that's really on the right path. 
Now, we invite everybody onto the right path. We welcome everybody onto it, and we're not arrogant and self-righteous that we're on the right path, but we we know, we, we, we realize we march to a different drummer. We realize that we're following a different path, and we accept that. I accept that. I accept that there's some people who won't understand why I do what I do. Why? They're on the broad path, and I'm on the narrow path. They're on the easy path. I'm on the difficult one. Now, they think they've made the right choice. They don't, you know, most people don't say, I'm choosing the path of destruction. I want to mess everything up in my life. Most people don't say that. They think they've made the right choice. Why? Well, we have a spiritual enemy. He's deceived us. He's lied to us, and they've believed the lie. And they're not looking at where their path leads. In the prophets, the the minor prophets, the I forget which one, but he says, consider your ways, consider your ways, consider your ways. Scripture calls us to do this. Look at what Proverbs says. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. See, you see, people on the, on the path of destruction, the broad path, they think they've made the right choice. They, they, in their perspective, and not looking to the end and not looking to where it's really leading, they think they've done the right thing. But it's the path of death. It will end up in death. They're walking towards the cliff. They're walking towards destruction. And God wants us to consider not only where I'm at now, but consider my ways. Where is my path leading me? And that takes wisdom, maturity, and it takes faith. And believe me, we have a spiritual enemy. It seems obvious. You know, it seems like you ought ought to always be saying, where's this choice going to be leading me? But we have an enemy who wants to blind us to this and keep us from seeing it. On the other hand, look at our path. The path of the righteous is like the light of the dawn that shines brighter and brighter until the full day. That's our path. Our path gets better along the way. Our path gets brighter. Our path, you know, God doesn't let us down. God's with us. He he may walk us through some valleys. He may walk us through some difficulties. Scripture never promises that following Christ means we won't have difficulties. As a matter of fact, we get some new difficulties. But we do have this confidence that we're when we're on the path of life, the difficulties of life that come our way, God permits them for our good for our development, for our growth, for our becoming more and more like Jesus Christ. And we've got to believe this. As it says in James, you know, consider it all joy when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its perfect result, that you may be, you ready? Perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. You see, that's, if you don't know God, if you're on the path of destruction, You have no confidence, no assurance that the difficulties of life are designed to to make you more and more like Jesus. But if you're on the path of life, we can have that confidence that our path is shining, the light's shining brighter, and that God will use everything to bring us into more a life, the life He has purpose for us, the life of victory and joy and being made more and more like Jesus Christ. Now, here's the interesting thing, though, and I want to get back to this first, enter in by the narrow gate. What's interesting to me here is Jesus puts before us a choice. 
a lot of people, you know, we live in this time when people are always claiming I'm a victim. I am. I, I, my problems are someone else's fault. And we want to point the finger at others and, and blame others. We want to blame the government or blame, blame someone who hurt me or blame my parents or blame my neighbors or blame the church or blame, you know, whoever, ever, ever. But Jesus says to us, we have a choice. We can go with the crowd on the broad path through the broad gate and go on that path of destruction, or we can go on the path of life, that narrow gate. It's our choice. There there certainly are others who influence our decisions. I hope I help influence your decisions in the right way. Teachers, things you see on TV, information we have, education, family, neighbors, friends. All kinds of people influence our choices. But ultimately, ultimately, we need to realize the choices we make, the, the, the path we walk in life is because of a choice we made, a choice you made. It's not someone else who made it for you. You, you, may, have, you may have yielded up your ability to choose. You may have decided to just go with the flow. But Jesus gives you that opportunity and expects you. He says, enter in by the narrow gate. Everybody else is going that other way. You go by the narrow gate. I know when I came to Christ, I lost some friends. I was only in high school. Yes, I was under peer pressure, just like anybody else. I wanted to be accepted, loved. I wanted to be in the in crowd, yes. As a matter of fact, I'd kind of been in the in crowd, and I lost a good bit of that by determining to follow Christ. I entered by the narrow gate. I wanted to please God. I made decisions, and you can too. This is the point one. We're going to talk more about what the, the path of life and the path of destruction looks like tomorrow and where it leads. We're going to talk, talk about that this week. But today I want to stress, you make the decision. It's your choice. It's not someone else's. You take responsibility for the choices and decisions and the uh, life and the path you're on. And as you do, that enables you to be on the right path. Because if you let everybody else to turn for you, you're probably going to be on the wrong path because that's the easy one where everybody else is. Father in heaven, we thank you for the instruction of Scripture and the promise of Scripture you said entering by the narrow gate. Thank you. This is our choice to make. Lord, we pray. I, I know that there's pressures around us. There's friends and family and cultural influences and, and uh, all kinds of pressure to make certain choices, even to make the wrong choice. But Jesus, you gave us a, you gave us this fork in the road and you told us what to do. And we take it from there that that means it's our decision to make. And I pray that we'd make the right decision. Give us courage. Give us wisdom. Help us to be willing to be alone, to take the narrow path, not the path everybody else is on if need be, Help us, Lord, to have the wisdom and, and understanding to see where each path leads. Help us, Father, not to just look at decisions as if the, the only ramification is the next few minutes or the next day. Help us to realize, Lord, we make decisions that will affect eternity. And I pray, Father, that more and more and more we'd be on the path of life and making decisions on the path of life. I pray, Lord, for anyone here today 
and anyone we know who's they're they're on the wrong path. It's not like a little decision. They've made a big decision that puts them on the wrong path, and they're heading in the wrong way. Oh God, give them the grace, the wisdom, the courage to sh- to switch paths, to follow Jesus, to get where they ought to be, and to be a, and to get on that path to life. We bless you, and we love you today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thanks for joining with me today. I enjoy having you guys along. I'm here every day, 8.30 a.m. live. We share the word of God, pray about it, just like we have now. But we'll be back tomorrow and the next day, Lord willing. We come here every day because we believe it's important to get in the word of God every day, to be encouraged, inspired, edified. We're not just when we feel like it, Christians. That's a sure recipe for failure if you just get in the Word when you feel like it. So I ask you, make a commitment. Determine the next month you'll be here every day that you can be. See if it doesn't begin to change your life, and if it won't become a habit, you're glad you have. Okay? I love you guys. So glad you're here. So until we meet tomorrow, might God bless you, strengthen you, fill you with His peace, His joy, and His love. You've got something the world didn't give you, so don't let the world take it from you. God bless you, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. 